Hello, Naomi Tucker here. Talk racing to me, episode fifty-six. And this week, this time around, I am taking you on a little tour. We are visiting Timonium Racecourse, the Big T, as it's so affectionately known. And I've got a couple of terrific guests in store for you. We start off by joining the voice of Maryland Racing, Dave Rotman, up in the announcer's booth and kind of ask him everything about the track calling here and some of the differences before concluding with Cali Francois, who was the on-air analyst and host for the seven-day Timonium meet. Just, you know, what the idiosyncrasies of this track truly are, what, of course, the vibes were like. And I must admit... When I walked in for the first time, now I'd never been to Timonium when there was racing on. I'd been there for the sales I'd visited when we had hundreds of horses training here during the Laurel Park renovation, but never seen it in proper action, as you will. Well, that all changed on Labor Day on the Monday, the final day of the meet there. I managed to uh, drive up for a lovely little outing that day together with my boyfriend. And as I walked in, I must admit, I was completely blown away by the amount of fans, families, children, and of course, the fair going on in the background, the Ferris wheel and all the attractions really gave it a completely different atmosphere. So I'm very, very glad I made my way over. And hopefully, after listening to this show, you'll do the same next year. Let's start with Dave Rotman as I joined him in the announcer's booth. Now, mind you, both Dave's interview and Callie's, they're both recorded on my phone. So it's very atmospheric if that's what you'd like to call it. You can hear anything and everything. And definitely the quality isn't as high as when normally recording in a studio with a proper microphone. But you know what? I like this better. I think it sounds like it's supposed to sound and you can hear exactly what is going on. Enjoy. Dave, which track do you prefer calling? Well, I mean, uh, obviously... The home of the Preakness, Pimlico, <laughs> would be. Uh, you're higher up at Pimlico. You can see, uh, you know, like a bird's eye view of the horses. Uh, so that would be my favorite track to actually call. And you know, the st- the uh, the Preakness meet is always something special. What is Timonium like, though? I don't know much about Timonium. This is my first time uh, here. Well, it's uh, the atmosphere of a state fair. And the good thing about it is, you get a lot of people coming to the fair. They walk over to the track. Uh, families, children, and they experience racing for the first time. You know, I know a lot of Maryland fans who came uh, to the track now. They're adults now, but their first experience was actually not necessarily at Laurel Park or Pimlico for the Preakness, or a college kid maybe for Pimlico for the Preakness for the <laughs> <Right>. infield <laughs> and the excitement. But but uh, the first exposure to a lot of kids, the future racing fans, will be here at Timonium. And uh, because it's such a small track, you walk over from a state fair. 
uh, you can, you're up close to the horses. I mean, literally, you can call here without binoculars, if need be. Uh, I still use binoculars, but <laughs> since the track is the track's only five eighths of a mile oval, so six and a half starts the top of the stretch, uh, you can almost call without binoculars. But uh, it's a family atmosphere. It's an introduction to racing uh, for many, many Marylanders for the first time. And uh, they, you know, they believe me you can see the the kids when they get up close to the horses and uh the ponies and the outriders are so generous uh you know you you're going to create future fans they're moving in so i gotta you gotta call the race (laughs) horses have now reached the starting gate cairo queen bodie sunset anchors first lady moving in even money on shack's hidden gem grecian dancer and looking for candy crispin on looking for candy and here is Shaq's hidden gem in the gate. And they're off. Shaq's hidden gem right to the front on the outside. Shaq's hidden gem and Bodie Sunset flashing early speed and Cairo Queen up close to the inside. Tight quarters there for Anchor's first lady who shuffled back to second to last is looking for candies, taking a prominent position early, has moved to third now and trailing his Grecian dancer. They're around the first turn and it's Cairo Queen leading the way, pressed by Shaq's hidden gem on the outside. Looking for candies on the chase of the top pair from third, just off the inside. Anchor's first lady is in fourth back to Bodie Sunset. And Grecian Dancer has to pick it up now. It rakes up the back stretch with Cairo Queen on the inside. Stole the pacemaker with Shaq's Hidden Gem pressing her to the outside. And looking for Candies in third position. Anchors first, ladies in fourth. Bodie's Sunset ridden along but not responding at this point. And Grecian Dancer is at the tail of the field. Around the far turn and past the funnel cake stand they go. And into the turn and Shaq's Hidden Gem. Shaq's Hidden Gem punching from Cairo Queen. Looking for Candy third. Anchors first, lady in Bodie's sunset to the outside and Grecian Dancer trailing. They turn for home here at the Big T. And it's Shaq's Hidden Gem opening up on Cairo Queen, who's clearly in the second spot. Scramble is on for third position. The outside, Bodie Sunset picking up a share in Anchor's First Lady. Shaq's Hidden Gem and J.D. Acosta punching home to win by three or so. Cairo Queen was second. Then it was Bodie Sunset, a Grecian Dancer. And you can say things that big timonium, like past the funnel cake stand. And I love that. Past the Ferris wheel. And past the, it's not really the Ferris wheel here, it's the Ferris Allen wheel. Because uh-huh. we know Ferris Allen, the trainer, did invent the Ferris wheel. So, yeah, so I can throw it past the monkey, <laughs> sure, sure. past the monkey maze, past the funnel cake stand. Uh, the big T, it's affectionately, affectionately known as the big T because it's not really that big. It's only a five-ace track. So, so a one mile a one mile race. Big T is just like the opposite of Timonium, which is really a small track. Uh, I don't know really who came up with it, but uh, <laughs> uh, one turn mile, for instance, is three turns. So uh, you know, I've run a lot of four furlong sprints here. So you blink and it's over. Uh, it's a crucial is the break to have speed in a four furlong race and to uh, zip away on the turn. Um, you have to get into a different mindset. It takes you a while to, and maybe the first day you try to pick a six furlong closer going four furlongs hardly ever works. So, uh, yeah, but, um, yeah, so yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a novelty. It's only seven days. So once you get the hang of it, it's time to get back to the one turn mile and two, two wires at Laurel and, uh, the mile and an ace sweeping track at Laurel. So, uh, it's a, you get the polar opposites from one week to the next. Must be a nice little break, though. 
Yeah, it's absolutely a, a good break. It's a it's a nice break in racing, and we get visitors up to the press box like yourself, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of fans, uh, you know, fan contact early in the day when you walk in, and uh, it's it's very 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 different. And, uh, something that uh, you know, it's just something. Uh, hold on a sec. Unofficial. It's Shaq's hidden gem, J.D. Acosta aboard. Two wins, J.D. Acosta, owned by Heather Fitzgerald and trained by Charles A. Frock. Five-year-old bay mare by Shackelford out of Now, Now Girl. By Tis Now, Bird in New York, by Stonegate Stables, LLC. Yeah, it, uh... Example, you know, I've got friends who really, they only come to Timonium. You know, they, I've tried to get them to come out to Laurel Park for a day, but, uh, you know, I, I'll say, hey, we're racing at Timonium. They'll come out because they can bring the kids over to the rides and have, uh, have a lot to do, you know, during the daytime. And I'll tell you what, I mean, year-round, I mean, you can't beat the off-track betting here, the OTB on the second floor. It's, uh, it's really, it's the number one OTB in Maryland, um, as far as handle goes, I'm pretty sure it is. It still holds up. So um, a lot of people really like the, the OTB side, the restaurant side. And when sports betting comes here right next to the restaurant, uh, I think it's really going to really enhance the crowd and enhance the, you know, the fun of coming out to, to, to Timonium and uh, maybe get some crossover fans, too. Yeah, definitely. Exacto was 7-1. It's too late. <laughs> 1980, dollar trifecta, 2590. Ten cents, super trifecta, 554, double 94 dollars. Pick three, 223.50. The sixth race, race official in the seventh race, number five, spites to red, one over in race seven. 23 minutes to post time, the seventh, eighth race, scratch five, gifted heart, Luis Batista on the seven, prime lime, ninth race, scratch one, C2, the four hickory made, and no front shoes on the four hickory made in the ninth race. Post time in 22 minutes. Hey, talk yeah, about the yeah. restaurants here. Do you have any favorites? Oh, down the restaurant? Well, um, yeah, food-wise? I mean, uh, here, but also yeah. I know that there's restaurants around here and nearby oh, the oh, track that lots of people go to. Oh, uh, Bluestone is very nice. Uh, old, old favorite is the Poichin Still, the Irish place across the street. Michael's has been an old standby for years. A lot of people go there to get uh, crab cakes. Um, God, I see. Um, I'm trying to think of around up, up the street here. Um, those are the three that, that immediately that immediately come to mind, you know, that... Uh, it, uh, you know, for, for people like us who work in the press box, you know, uh, our favorite is to watch the Timonium races, sit around, watch the Saratoga races. By that time, uh -huh. who has time to eat? We have to handicap for the next day, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, talking about circling back to the atmosphere, can you hear it, the noise from the grandstand here? Um, I can hear the speaker, the call. Um, once in a while, you can. I'm pretty enclosed here at Laurel Pimlico. I have a... Uh, a window to open up, but this booth is enclosed. But uh, but uh, the difference is here, you know, you can look down and see the crowd. 
uh, Pimlico, very much more difficult to see the crowd because the window, the building juts out toward the finish line. Uh, and it's not, you can't really see people below you, almost can't see the winner's circle, the actual winner's circle. But here you're right up close. Uh, you, can, uh, you, can see, you can see the fans because they're a little bit of a lower level too. It nearly feels like you can touch the horses just standing next to the track. That's how tight it is. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, people talk about, oh, Pimlico has tight turns. You ain't seen nothing yet, <laughs> you know, right? Come out, come out to Timonium. Hugging that rail always counts. Though this, this, year, this year, the track uh, has been extremely, extremely fair. You know, we've had closers close from dead last. We've had horses go gate to wire. So uh, we've had a, you know, we've had a good meet. The first day we had a little lightning and had to cancel the first couple. I we had some so. thunderstorms, but uh, but otherwise uh, the weather this time of year also cools off. So uh, this, especially the second weekend, we've got a, a break from the heat and, and the humidity. Yeah. I really like it here. I should have gone earlier, but here we yeah. are. I had a little yeah. holiday before, but I'm glad yeah. I made it here yeah. now. And even you were talking about the press box. It seems like a great atmosphere in here. It seems that everyone's working, but it also feels a little bit like a holiday, right? Yeah, a we, tiny bit. Yeah, we we uh we, every at, at Pimlico and Laurel we're all on different levels. You know, the photo finish and the cameraman and the and the announcer and uh, and then uh, Equibase employees that chart the races and uh, they, but the placing judges and the press box and my booth uh, we're we're all together uh, like a big Timonium family for seven days, right? That sounds good. Yeah. Hey, uh, good luck. Uh, thank you. <laughs> if that doesn't feel like you're right in the midst of things, I don't know what does. We just heard Dave Rotman call race number six at Timonium. And we'll move along to Callie. I joined her after all the racing was concluded. We were sitting on a picnic bench by the rail. And uh, well, as I started to record, the tractor came around. And uh, yep, we did notice a, a couple of things about the tractor. So <laughs> tune in uh, and see what it was that was so intriguing to us. And of course, Cali Francois does join me on the Laurel Park main feed as well. So if you want to hear more of her, tune in every single day that there is a live racing. Look at the look at the plants coming out of that. I just started recording for that. <laughs> the yes, there are plants coming out of the tractor. Why are there plants coming out of the tractor? Because it's been so long since it's been cleaned out and maintained that there's no maintenance on the tractor, and that is why there are plants coming out of the tractor. But I, and mind you, the plants are about at least 18 inches high. Yeah, yeah, at least. Yeah. So for some background here for everyone listening, we're sitting by the track at Timonium. It is the last day here. So the tractor's just, uh, you know, doing some uh, track maintenance here. Callie and I are looking out over the fair. We can see the Ferris Allen wheel, apparently, Ferris as it's called. <laughs> yes, the Ferris Allen wheel is uh, noted or named and monikered by Dave Rodman, our track announcer, beloved track announcer. He did tell me that story as well, saying that people in Maryland believe that Ferris Allen invented the Ferris wheel. <laughs> Ferris would like to believe that he also invented the Ferris wheel. That is the first time I've heard that. I do love <laughs> don't that. Think he did. <laughs> I don't think he did, but you know what? Let's give Ferris that because I'm sure he loves that story for himself, and I love that. I have as well. Gosh, yeah. it's eerily quiet now here. When we came in, Alejandro and I walking in here, there were so many people. And I must admit, first time at Timonium, 
I didn't expect a crowd like this. Now, you've been here for, what was it, seven days that they ran for, right? Seven yes, days? Yes, seven, seven days. days. Has it always been this busy? Always. Ever since I've ridden here, I've it's always been this busy. It's so, as a, as a so I'm going to tell you, as a rider, it's so cool coming off, getting off of your horse and having to go through the crowd where you do run into, you run into kids, you run into fans. It's a great, it's, and it's also a great experience because for a lot of people who are coming to the county fair, this is their first time coming to the races. And so for them to have this experience of coming to the races and being so close, and so intertwined for example with the jockey colony as they're leaving mm -hmm. from the last race it's truly it's a wonderful experience because talking about the, the the way the jockeys have to go when they come off the track they actually have quite a trek to the jocks room right where is the jocks room is that the track kitchen that they're kind of next to it is it's right it's the same building as the track kitchen and it's right above it so it's the entrance to the jocks room the entrance to the guys jocks room is essentially on the other side but if you uh, go the girls jocks room is right behind the paddock which is a four wide double wide trailer oh well that's not ideal it's here's it's not i it's <laughs> timonium it's a county state fair it's very it's very quaint it's very i don't want to it's country boot let's call it country boutique -y. <laughs> I think that's a great way to describe. So, Kelly, how often have you ridden here then? You were exercise riding here as well, but as a, a jockey, you've ridden here too, right? I have. So, yeah, I've, I especially rode here as an apprentice. My la I did not ride in, here in 2019, I believe. Um, I really just rode here as an apprentice, and then I did. I was doing track work ride, track work here when Laurel was shut down for renovations. So it was. It, and I will say that I do think the daily pounding on it all summer did affect the track itself for the meet in general. This meet, the track was a bit deeper. It wasn't, the times were a little bit slower. So it wasn't, it wasn't as quick as it normally is. Interesting. I didn't even take that factor into account. Uh, now, looking at the track itself, quite tight, a uh, 5.8 highly banked turns highly banked how do you highly banked you i mean i'm gonna give you a quick example claudio gonzalez who ended up being the leading trainer here for this the for the big outfit uh title he sent two horses i specifically remember two runs two wins where he sent the jockeys ended up sending their horses about eight lengths in front of the field and they stayed that way that's essentially how the meet started and then the meat of it, it, you all you have to play this track off of how it goes every day. So by the by the time we got to the end of the meet, we did have closers coming in to finish. But by the first day of the meet, that absolutely was not happening. So you have to. I mean, this is a proper bullring. It's the same. It's pretty much the same distance and specifications as Charlestown. So you do have, which makes sense why J.D. Acosta was the leading jockey for this year as he runs regularly and is a winning rider at Charlestown. So you do have to ride like a Charlestown rider. You have to be quick. You have to get your position quick. And you have to be a bit of a bully riding this track. I mean, I was watching the races today. Now, I haven't watched all days because I was very happily gallivanting on a holiday but when I was watching the race today I did notice that in comparison to for example Pimlico and Laurel and I think JD then mentioned this, this to me later as well saying they are much more aggressive from the gates sometimes indeed a little bit bullying each other just to get a position which normally you tend to see a little bit more patience when it comes to that but then you have 
I guess, a bit more track, right? Absolutely. So that is the name of the game here. Once you... Everybody is highly aggressive, more than normal, when you're comparing the... You know, you're taking a colony from Laurel Pimlico, who is... That's a mile and a mile and sixteenth, a mile and an eighth type of track, to a shorter track. And if you look at... You know, it's, it's just the way a bullpen rides differently to a regular racetrack, where if you look at the... If you look at the way Charlestown races go, everybody's gunning for it out of the gate. It's going to go the same way here. It'll definitely seem to, to be the case today. But wow, what a what a way to end the meet. Uh, any takeaways from working here, not as a jockey this time around, but on air hosting the races? Yeah, I had, you know, I had a wonderful time. I love, you know, I, I'll sum it up in one experience that I had just before the last race. There, I was on set by myself. Uh, my Co- my co-host was off doing a, you know, an off-site interview. My producer wasn't there. Uh, a young, a little girl came up to me, just came right through the barriers, sat next to me on set, and started just wanted to talk to me. And she asked me if I had a winner for her. And it was, you know, I told her number four. She said, "Oh, I'm four years old." Like it was just, it was absolutely the sweetest thing. I mean, when you get kids, young kids, to come here and enjoy the races, that's where, you know, that's where the seed plants. But for them to enjoy to watch them enjoy this type of environment this this act the access that they do have to these horses close up i mean it, it just tears your heart into pieces and i absolutely loved it i love how close up you are to the action here because i watched a couple of races upstairs from the press box and where dave rotman calls the races as well as where the stewards sit and they were saying that they might use the binoculars for for you know some of the <laughs> starts there but aside from that you don't need any binoculars you can actually see the entire track because it's that close i mean i mean perfect i'm sure they also use the binoculars to do some great people watching because without a doubt there was some fantastic people watching here even from my set it was it was a great experience i pretended i wasn't (laughs) a keen to anybody but i was why i was watching the entire time the show that was going on around me and it's it's and that's exactly it this is timonium and that does describe timonium timonium be very up close it's very it's a very it is a very intimate meet it certainly feels like and you're right next to you know the fairgrounds so yes. a couple of rides that you can go on i do believe you might have some experience getting on one or two this morning was it this morning i did i took us i finally took a sampling i got i did get on the ferris wheel i've i to this day i've been here for a couple of years and i've never gotten on the ferris wheel to get a good view of the racetrack from that eagle eye view and as a spectator i would have loved to see the a race from the top of the Ferris wheel. I mean, how how cute how cute of a how picturesque is that? Um, and of course, I indulge. You know, this was my one weekend. I'm back on uh, the green diet, but I indulged in the county fair food of the fried Oreos, the funnel cake. Indeed, it was fantastic. Well, which one was the best one? Um, you know. I'm going to say the deep fried Oreos. There should have been a little bit less batter. I would have loved to see the Oreos been melted a little bit more. Um, but I'm, yeah, that's, <laughs> I haven't, I tried to go and get some, but the line was so long that I decided to, you know, turn right back around to watch some racing. Cause I kind of prefer watching races <laughs> than queuing up for, for food. That sounds you know, very uh, healthy. No, it was, no, it was not healthy. No, you are, you do not come to the county fair to eat healthy food. I mean, this is American Naomi. It's, it's like everything was dipped in batter. So, 
It was, I mean, and it was, gosh, we had it at, I just had it just before I went on the morning show. So that was easily 11 o'clock, 11 15. That was my, that was my, uh, that's my brunch. That was my brunch. And you know, pick me up. It was, it was a good little pick me up. So yes, indulge in the, indulge in a little bit of the fair delicacy as we shall say. So I made sure to have the whole state fair experience as I was here. You definitely got, I mean, I, I wanted to come earlier. I didn't get the chance to because I was away for, for a holiday, but I'm so glad I made it here for the last day. I mean, I, I don't think anyone can hear right now, but we're hearing the screams Wait. of the people on the rides whilst we're sitting here debriefing at the track. You can't, You did come on the perfect day. I mean, it was late. It's Labor Day. Everybody was here. We had, I mean, we had great crowds to begin with anyway every day here. I mean, the other thrill that I got out of Timonium was... I would be sitting on set in deep within inside the grandstand, but as horses would be coming to the wire, you could just hear the crowd yelling and screaming at the screaming and not only screaming, but stopping the benches at the, at, with their yes. feet. It's that you have the feet, you have the lungs, mm -hmm. the you know, noises are coming out of each end of a, you know, so <laughs> it's, it's, it was just a fun, it's, and to see, and to hear that, at momentum with hundreds of people in a grandstand. I mean, how much, how great is that for racing? I mean, I heard it when I was sitting next to you on the set when the race was going on, and all of a sudden you heard the whole grandstand started to shake. Mm -hmm. Like people were standing up and stomping their feet, and I'm like, wait, what's going on here? It was like the Breeders' Cup Classic was, you know, the, they're yes. about to hit the wire for the Breeders' Cup Classic. That's the amount of noise that you heard here when. You know they're just your i guess your, your some of your lower end claiming races that it was being run but you could not tell from the crowd oh you would have you would have no idea and the great thing is is that they don't know either they're seeing they're here to say a horse race it doesn't matter and that's that's kind of that is the beauty of it they they don't know what kind of races they're looking at and frankly they don't care because how we have such a fun sport to begin with it really does make you it takes you back to the basics it makes you think why we're in this game and to see the reaction of the crowd is a great motivator so we're gonna go again next year yeah i could definitely you know i with a couple of tweaks i could definitely see myself here next year for fun in the meantime she joins me on a, a daily basis at laurel park uh, first week back first day of the fall meet this thursday podcast will come out on friday so we'll be on the second day then do have a look Really, really competitive cards. Uh, aside from that, I really hoped you enjoyed this uh, jolly little venture to Timonium Race Course. I truly had a blast even walking into the fair afterwards as well. Now, no, didn't go on any of the rides because uh, I'm unfortunately one of those people that's blessed with that gene that you get um, seasick or carsick, however you want to say, just dizziness. And uh, so if I go on a ride... I'll uh, still be feeling dizzy and nauseous uh, well into the evening. So unfortunately, that wasn't uh, meant for me. Kind of boring, though. I do like my other uh, extreme sports where that's not really the case. So fortunately for me, it doesn't apply to everything. But yeah, let's uh, make sure to pencil in the Timonium meet for next year. And in the meantime, stay happy, healthy and safe. And uh, I'll see you on all the different channels. And of course, if you do come to Laurel Park, come and say hello. Hello.